advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I I am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses me. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Getting it all the way. Yeah. This is what the show is going to go like. <laughs> it's a disaster <laughs> already. <laughs> what is this? I don't F- know. There F- was no name. It was a package. Why do I get podcast? Because you always have little fact books and stuff over there. Is that what this is? I don't know. It's Did you is- know? <laughs> the emperor Tamarine is named after the German emperor Welm II. This doesn't because sound like of the man well. who named it said the monkey looked like Wilhelm? Wilhelm? Wilhelm. Wilhelm. Coincidentally, that person also has a tamarind named after him. The no-head hands tamarind. Is it just fucking weird facts? It says F.U. Penguin on the front of it. Are you fucking kidding me, tamarind? Weird. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what that book's about. Maybe read the back of it and see what the fuck give some explanation as to what's going on. Take the broccoli, leave my dignity. <laughs> what in the fucking <laughs> book is that? Yeah. Try maybe, this at maybe home. Maybe we should have looked at hey, the Hey, let book me see real quick, Brad. Before we started to read Hamsters are notorious for their willingness to participate in identif- uh, identity theft. So if you want a hamster, <laughs> make sure not to discuss your personal information with it. Also, avoid using security questions with your hamster. Let me read one. <laughs> <laughs> let me read one. <laughs> ah! Why would you do that? There. I gave it the bell treatment. There's probably a story behind why someone sent that to me, but I don't think it's good podcasting, really. <laughs> Dave thought it was. We're going to try this, though. We got to try Dave one of these whiskeys. We got one from Summer Dowdy, and we got one from Bobby Maxwell. Right, let's We're drink them to, both. Fuck it. To get through let's it. do it. Are you want to open them both? Yeah. Let's go ahead and do it. Is that or let's do a mix. We could we something we've never done before. We, we got to prejudge them though. <laughs> Let's just do one. Let's uh, just. My oh, why aren't you on? Oh no! What happened? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no! Oh, your monitoring's off, Dave. We got you. You're good. <sighs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> Wonder what was going on there. It was recording. Was something it happened. Though? It did the whole detection thing. The monitor uh, fucking detection feedback. Yes, monitor detection. So, all right. So you opened the Bobby Maxwell. Uh, is that what that is? Yeah. The much. Bobby Maxwell. This is the Colorado Gold mm, Straight yeah. Bourbon. All right. It's going to be a little flavored by the other one, probably. I better get enough. I got to get enough to taste it. Oh, uh, yeah. That's probably good. Right. So Bobby Maxwell. Bobby Maxwell us. swears. He, uh, no, he showed up Max. and handed this to me. This is a fine bottle. He says, and he's a, he's a fancy man, that this is like Don't one of his absolute favorites. Really? Like he drank a half a bottle of that the other night, apparently. Well, you're an alcoholic, sir. 
Weird. Barrel. I don't know if mine's tainted by my... Uh, it smells weird. Mine might be gooched by my previous whiskey. 58.6. I'll be honest, it smells very alcohol-like. Oh, you know what it is? What's the proof? The proof's, ooh, the proof's ooh, crazy. Ooh, ooh. This is what he said. That's Now I'm starting to remember. 58.6. Yeah, so, so it's, it's like 120, 120 proof. proof. Jesus Christ. He said... <laughs> Jesus before Christ. I made my fucking pour. <laughs> he said... This is going to be way hotter than the one he wanted to get us because they didn't have the more mellow one. This is the higher proofed one, so it's going to be hotter. Does he but have proof of that? It smells. It does like smell it. hot as fuck. Yeah, it smells Oof. like alcohol. It is alcohol. I know right? that. It's whiskey. Bucket. Woo! It's pretty warm to my fucking nose. It did kick back through the nose, but it's really it's smooth. smooth. I didn't get anything on the nose. It, it was super. I was waiting for it to hit I the just throat. Got like I just got like a ooh, heartburn ooh. trachea. You burn. got that? You get that? The second one? Coconut? Yeah. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Full on coconut, dude. That's blowing my mind right now. Mm, that's good, bro. Damn. Now my throat's heating Rocky up. Mountain. Someone got so mad. I posted this on Instagram, uh, and someone flipped the fuck out and sent paragraphs because it said. What? Rocky Mountain whiskey straight bourbon. They're like, you hipster douchebag motherfuckers put whiskey and fucking bourbon on the same fucking bottle? What the fuck? And I was like, I don't think that's a problem. It's like a Camry as a Toyota. They're both the yeah, same. That's okay. Technically, you can't have Kentucky Bourbon is a type bourbon. of whiskey. No, I know. It's not that wasn't the argument. Yeah. It was that bourbon is bourbon or whiskey is whiskey. And I don't think that's the case. No, bourbon, bourbon is, is a type of whiskey. Right. Yeah. But they were very. I didn't want to get into a, uh, any Instagram chat battles because I've learned. My I don't know. There. We have a fucking lot of bottles, and some of them say bourbon whiskey on them. So yep. apparently yep. that he was not he was not happy about it. But thank you, Bobby. That is some fucking trippy ass. Actually, that is a trip. That's actually really good. Yeah. That that God it smelled it. very strong. I got a whole hour. Let me have some more. It smelled very strong. Um, went down really smooth. Kicked back that through the nose. Coconut is and then weird, immediately dude. had a coconut like sweet, but not overpowering sweet taste and then then the warmth in the throat started like that that was a cool that was a cool uh I don't smell cool coconut though did you taste the coconut oh you'll put that line i just took a coconut. little small drink of what was left in there and it was just like pure coconut yeah it's, yeah, Damn, it's really good. good and it Thank might not be a coconut there's the coconut either. again it's no it's coconut, yeah, it's coconut. like yeah. full-on secondary hit damn that's good Interesting. It doesn't just taste like the coconut. It tastes like the Baskin Robbins coconut ice cream. Yeah, it's got like a caramel yeah. to it, like a caramel coconut. Like, yeah, it's it's really good. That's really good. I don't get coconut though. Be about forty seconds after the the hit, it kind of creeps. I mean, in on you. I drank a lot. More, tongue, I drank yeah. a lot more whiskey than you guys tonight, so I might not be tasting things uh, quite maybe, the same. Yeah, yeah. True. yeah, that's damn good. Yeah, thank yeah, you very really much. Thank you, Bobby. So, um, Bobby. Our podcast, as always, is brought to you by our primary sponsor, El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Um, I was making a very boring sandwich because usually in the morning I have no appetite. And at about like 10 o'clock, I start to get like a blood sugar crash. And I'm just like, I got to fucking eat something. So I just make a sandwich. And everything what's I had to What's a Dave make, sandwich? What's on a typical Dave sandwich? Like what's red your, what's red the onion, meat substitute? lemon mustard, lemon some, mayonnaise. Some meat substitute or no meat substitute. Some cheese substitute. Perhaps. Oh, it depends, like it depends on what okay. I have in the in the fridge. It could just like, be nothing but veggies. It could be a meat substitute. You always put some type of could lettuce, some type of green leafy. Nope. No? You like I've grilled found. cheese? Like a grilled... I do like, like a, a grilled cheese. I like a panini better than a grilled cheese. What's what's a panini? It's shaped like it's a just boot. The, <laughs> shaped like a boot. <laughs> That was a it's setup. Just, it's in a it's in a press that presses the whole bread flat and grills both sides simultaneously. Oh, 
So it's Italian. It's Italian, I think. It's Italian. It's Italian. It's Italian. It's It's shaped like a boot. Yeah. Yeah. Like a cowboy boot. Anyway, I was making one and I was not feeling it at all and everything seemed really bland. And I was using a, a cheese substitute that was really not, I won't buy it again. It's not a good one. Yeah. I was like, I got to do something to this. And I just, I put on mustard and then I, I was getting, getting, getting ready to put on the mustard, but I put the mustard in a bowl and I hit it with El Yucateco black and mixed the yellow mustard with the El Yucateco black yeah. and put it on the sandwich. Not like a ton. I didn't want it to be like a crazy mustard. You got to be careful. Spice with. overload. I just put like two drops of black in the mustard just and it just it like elevated the sandwich. Flavor. Like it, it's something I will, I will probably buy a bottle of yellow mustard and put El Yucateco black in it. So I have like a black mustard and a regular like get mustard. Get that mix right. Because yeah. it was, the mix was right. It wasn't just me putting it on the sandwich because that usually ends up with a couple of hot bites and then a bunch that isn't, but mixing it in made the thoroughly made yeah. the full spread good. So, so as has been recommended in the past, but will be again, take your condiments, hit it with El Yucateco. Yeah. And, and it's your pretty condoms. delicious. But even the, like I've done it with yellow, with the, like deli mustard before. Right. Well, you normally black. use Grey Poupon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With your terracotta tiles. I do use Grey Poupon, actually. Yeah. Um, I, I, but Grey Poupon with Grey black Poupon. is good. amazing. Like black I haven't had Grey, Grey Poupon, Poupon in years, but so I liked good. it when I was little. Yeah. My yeah. uh, grandpa used to make kielbasa sandwiches on rye with Grey Poupon. And it was like fucking... Kielbasa's good. Kielbasa yeah. sandwiches yeah. on rye with Grey Poupon. Killing Your Boss great. is also good. Killing Your Boss. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. My grandfather made kielbasa sandwiches. Mm. What's, What's that? What's that? Uh, it's kind of like a Kill Bill sandwich, but with Bob's your uncle. Like mm. a Bobsicle? A shitty bit. version. Yeah. Lower budget. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love yeah. Bobsicles. Yeah. So, um, but the other thing that we like to shout out at the top of the episodes is our patrons. We always want to thank you guys. Your support means the world to us, not just financially, but just the group that you've made, just the contact you have with us. It's really, really awesome. Um, if you want to not be a fuckface peasant, and you want to be a patron and get all the love of us and the other patrons and your father, then it's very simple. Mm. You go to patreon.com uh, black slash Sofa King podcast, donate little as a dollar. You get our bonus episodes every week. You can get early access. You can get live streaming. You get dope shirts. You get all kinds of cool stuff um, as you go up the tiers, but it's, it's worth looking it's into. A, it's amazing. The stories that we've been having on there of, of people, actually their fathers coming back to right. them. They never yeah, knew yeah, them. Yeah. I think and, we just uh, have a, like introducing a, like, themselves. A, like a fucking mass like nest moment right now, like with the people that if you love us, it's a dollar. Like I'm not trying to pan like panda for fucking money, but I had three messages this week of, Hey, I really love the fucking show. Like you guys are fucking amazing. Like you make my drive fucking go by. Like I'm, I have to do this fucking commute. I do all this shit. And I was like, sweet, cool. I was like, Hey, are you, are you like a dollar patron? So you get those bonus episodes at least. And I know what I'm doing. I'm asking. Cause I'm like, Hey, <laughs> are you just fucking like proclaim your love to, to us? You know what right. I mean? Like, you're like, I fucking love the show. You guys are the fucking best. You changed my life. I quit these other podcasts. You're the only one I listen to. You're fucking amazing. And all three of them know I am not a patron. And I was like, I mean, you don't have to be. It's a free podcast. Like, yeah, for I, sure. I, it's enough yeah. support that just that you fucking listen to it. Like, so one sure. of them said, I listened to 400 episodes. I was like, that's fucking crazy, crazy talk. I haven't listened to 400 no, episodes of no. any podcast. Not even Rogan, I don't think. Yeah. Maybe Rogan. I might have. But I'm that's not a, a patron for Rogan. That motherfucker's got a billion dollars, though. I don't think I definitely wasn't paying attention to 400 episodes of this podcast when we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> but what I have to say is, as soon as I ask them, there's some, like, fucking aha moment where they, like, fucking really settle with themselves and go... 
that's a dick move. Why am I not a fucking patron? Yeah, like, why right. am I not a dollar patron? And right? we're not telling you to stop listening to any other podcasts yeah. or anything like that. But and yeah. I'm the, I'm the, and it definitely a, helps support the show. Yeah, um, it's I mean, huge. Those little dollars add up. And like, if you want more, you can get early episodes and you can get the cool fucking t-shirt. And you can brag online and be, you know, part of the cult and people see it. it's a status thing. But it's a fucking dollar. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not, don't go big. Don't fucking whatever you were going to do. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a dollar yeah. a month. Every 30 days, it's a dollar. I know that just hard, means but, that once a week you don't go supreme at Taco Bell. Yeah, there you go. That's all it means. I'm going to tell you about Taco Bell and the dollar fucking menu. Take a look at it before you order your combo next time and fuck off with the drink. I spent $9.74 the other night and fed my whole fucking family and had like too much food, to be honest, on the dollar menu. I don't now. go to Taco Bell no more. They, they have, got rid of everything I like. They did get rid they of get a bunch rid, of They got shit. rid of a lot of shit like this month. Yep. Yeah, they, they didn't. Keep, they, they keep s- doing it. Yeah. They, they said they brought back shit. classics, but no. they did not. They said no. they brought back the beef burrito. I got so excited about it. That's not the beef burrito. It no. had rice and some weird ass cheese sauce no. in it. It's not a beef burrito. No. A beef burrito just has beef and fucking green or red sauce. That's a beef burrito. There's no cheese in it. There no. might be cheese. Oh, there they might probably, be beef, cheese, onion, beef, sauce. Cheese, that beef might be, cheese, yeah. onion sauce. Yeah. yeah. But, but back the burrito's gone. Double decker taco's gone. Like I don't have none to go there. You know what they have? It's kind of don't. Didn't you get a double decker taco with no beans? Was that you? <laughs> That's what I always got. Okay, so they have a thing on the dollar menu right now that is super close to that. It's called like a, it has a ridiculous name. It's like a, a cheesy quesadilla, crunchy taco something. And it's 99 cents, but it is, it's a regular taco, but it has those little red fucking spicy chips in the taco with the lettuce and meat. Nope. And then it has melted cheese in a tortilla around the crunchy taco. That sounds like more money than the double deck taco. For sure. Like you it's not just made the double deck taco. No, I know. I'm saying like business wise, cost. I don't get it. Yeah, a regular taco is a dollar yeah. twenty nine or something. Don't put the chips. That in. one's ninety nine cents, yeah. and it's Fuck fucking off. good. Like it's way nah. more food. I don't, you know, has, I don't want more chips. You know who has really good double decker tacos? Potbelly.com. What's, what's her name? My house. Oh, no, nah, mine you can't too. Do it for that. Well, I, make my own, I make my I make own double decker tacos that are fucking delicious. I started ever since ever since Taco Bell stopped. I started making yeah. my own. I fucking fry my own fucking corns and I oh, fucking damn. get my own. Yeah. Fry my corns. Fry my corns <laughs> and I get my you fucking You get your flowers. foot up on the stove. Yeah. If you could get your foot above the skillet yeah. and yeah. get it in I there. I put my foot corns. up on the stove. Yeah. When I dip, you dip, we dip. That's that song. So someone who dips, we dips, we dips is Dustin Farnsworth. Farnsworth. Dustin Far. That sounds like a Midwestern name. Like he lives in like. It sounds very proper. He lives in like a Dustin Dakota. Farnsworth. Yes. Like he's, no, he's, farms like, he's in agriculture yeah. for sure. Though. Yeah, definitely. Not an M, an he M. plants. I farm. know, but he's in ag. It's just it's a little slip. Over the years, filth, it used yeah. to be Farnsworth. Filth, and filth. After five generations, it became Farnsworth. Yeah. Uh, when they he, came to the Americas. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. basically, he, he plants seeds. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Karen Sains. S A E N Z. It's Sains. Sains. Because she got mad on uh, Facebook or something and said, tell Brad it's signs. And you swore you never said it wrong. I don't know. You said you never said it wrong. I brought it How's up one it time. Spelled? How's it spelled? S-A-E-N-Z. Signs. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. You just be cool about it. <laughs> just let it go. Yeah, right. Fuck you, Karen. Yeah, <laughs> I knew something was happening. Always got to have your way. You want to talk to my manager? Oh, fucking so we can all bro. agree it's Kalim signs. Yeah, Kalim. Kalim signs. Kalim. Kalim sirens. Abdul Jassines. Jabars. Oh boy. <laughs> I love it already. Oh, um, man, it's fucking hot. Where's the air? Cool. It's here. What? I'm pretty sure this is his real name. Okay. I don't think he was just goofing around for the shout out. Cream cheese McGavenport. Corey, Pick, Corey Pickledick. Nah, whatever. Cream Corey, cheese McGavenport. That's way I'm better. still good on that. Cream cheese McGavenport is way yeah. better. If I could ever remember cream cheese McGavenport, <laughs> that would be my character's nickname. 
Ah, but well, I would never. Own what was, okay, what was the patron? I know it's not real. Like Corey, Pick- Corey Pickle Dick. There's probably some Freudian shit going on there. You know what I mean? You have that shriveled, soggy dick. It's green. Well, from, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it smells less, a little off. Maybe it's less of a, a little sour. Of a, I'm trying to like like have a funny moment it's on a the crime. Crime. He's, he's literally a, warning you. It's a crime. It's a yeah. cry, cry for, for help. help. Yeah. It's like he's guys, I have you. a pickle dick. Yeah. <laughs> no one will listen to me. I know this is the nest. He's asking for help right it's now. It's salty. How, it's sour. How it's does shriveled. he I mean, how, how else do you ask? How does, does he you, get his pickle dick fixed is the question. It you can't. Refrigerated. There's gotta be a way to You have to keep it refrigerated for sure. Yeah. And some girls some girls like the pickle juice. It's just, it's just he just has to find his soulmate. Oh, Might that's be. right. You need to find your soulmate. Definitely and a then, black girl. And they will not care about your pickle. They people are picky about pickles. They you are. just have they to are. find is it, person. See, the other thing, yeah, is it dill or is it a sweet pickle? Because those are right. all different it's things. It's a sweet pickle. It's it a was sweet like, <laughs> if they don't put it, it in my potato salad, Corey. I don't want no fucking sweet, sweet pickles in my sweet potato pickles in my See, potato me and Dave are opposite there. You pulled it out and she's like, this is a dill breaker. I <laughs> that was good. Oh wow! Oh wow! 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 Double! Double! Yeah, that was good. On hold on, hold on. Wow! I got the dong. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> Jonathan McHugh, M-A-K-U-E. McHugh. It's McQuee. Yeah, McQuee. <laughs> McQuee. McHugh. Yeah. Is that yours? Is that is that yours? Your cue or muck you? It's muck you. Yeah, it's muck you. Muck, muck you, motherfucker. Muck you, maka maka. Yeah. <laughs> My name's John Jonathanan. Muck you, maka maka. Jonathanan. That's his name. Jonathanan. Muck you. Third episode. We're obnoxious. Yeah. It's just fucking bells and racist impressions. Could have to do with the whiskey. Maybe. And then oh. we have Jackie McDonald. McDonald. Yeah, she had a farm. <laughs> It was a competitor at McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So thank you, patrons. I call, her J- I call her Jackie McDongle. That's what I call her. Because of her computer. She has dongle. a giant clit. Oh, oh, I was going the other way with that. No. Oh. So thank you, patrons. You were going little clit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, patrons. <laughs> uh, we do appreciate it. And as always, we are a member of the uh, Podbelly Network. If you're interested in finding new and interesting podcasts, or if you're interested in finding out some of the how-tos on how to do podcasts, uh, go to podbelly.com and take a look. And as I've uh, mentioned before, um, the re-release of my first of the three novels uh, from the Six Paradigm series, which was called Chama New Mexico, um, has been re-released as 181 Pine. You can find it on the Sofa King website. Just go to the books category in the shop and you'll find it. Um, depending on when you're listening to this in the time stream, it might might still be under pre-order. The books will ship on September 11th and they'll soon be available on Amazon and for You did that so they won't shoppers. forget. Never, they never forget. Never forget book September releases. 11th. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have any you idea what? what the releases of like the second re-release and the third re-release or a third release? The talk was... I I don't know. I mean, everything's all slow and yeah. fucking weird with COVID. But the original talk was like six months ish after book mm-hmm. one. We'll re-release book two, and then book three will still take more time because it's still being edited right. and mm-hmm. polished. So mm-hmm. book three will be at least a year out, um, maybe a little bit more. But it is it is on the burner. What you're saying is, uh-huh. oh, fuck you, Joel Attenborough. That's a little bit. Right. It rhymed with it at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So our topic is the Haitian earthquake <laughs> of 2010. I had no idea, man. I feel guilty. I should go back in time and help in some way. I'll Me. be honest, like with just how bad you're going to fly over there. I do remember that. Yeah. 
I just, I mean, I knew it was bad. You see <laughs> the news, like, <clears throat> I don't know. You have like that. That's happening over there thing where it's just, right. a, uh, it's a degree of separation where it, it does not, I know it's real. It doesn't quite feel real. It's just not in your face. Mm-hmm. But like when you dig in and do it, like, man, the, the level of, I watched a couple documentaries. The first one I watched that was surviving the, right. the aftermath. Right. And it's mm-hmm. just fucking terrible, dude. Like it's horrible, the, dude. The amount of amputees and shit like that fucking, their buildings were just not built correctly. No, there was like, no business. There was, there was like no building, two pieces no of rebar all, in these yeah. giant columns and shit. And that's really what it came down to because the earthquake was not, I mean, it was a bad earthquake. So mm-hmm. It was shallow, high energy, like, but in comparison to the, the history of earthquakes, it was 300 times less powerful than the worst earthquake that's ever happened. 300 times less. And it, but it was almost the most devastating mm-hmm. because the, their fucking building, like yeah, the, the way that they, in terms, of, in terms of everything fucking fell. Yeah. And even at the time it blew my mind because it's the Island of Hispaniola, which is cut in half ish. And one half is Haiti and the other half of the same exact Island is the Dominican Republic and the Dominican Republic, like the day of was sending field sur- field surgeons and mobile kitchens and, because they were fine. Like I was looking into it and it's like, like uh, they have when, no building codes. When, There's when, no, yeah. When hurricane Katrina hit Hispaniola, 3000 Haitians died and 19 Dominicans died right? Wow. because they have a government and infrastructure and building codes and money. Yeah. And you can see satellite images from uh, NASA and you can just see the line of the border because the Haitian side is just barren deforestation and deforestation that goes all the way back to slavery and the plantations and, and just crops that have failed because no one can up, you know, uh, maintain them. And the Dominican Republic side is just like tropical rainforest. And it's, it's just crazy. And and God, I had no idea going into this. I thought it would be more about, about the devastation, about, about the thing we're talking about right now, but the fucking like fraudulent, crazy scams and oh, fucking yeah. mismanagement of yeah. money yeah. and all that money that goes to charity that does not end up in the right fucking yeah. place. Every, every is time frustrating we frustrating as fuck. Every time we talk about something like this, like like cancer research or you know what I mean, shit that's mm-hmm. important, mm-hmm. shit that could help the world. Mm-hmm. There's all, and that's exactly what I said when like we, you know, to me like the Haiti earthquake. The I was like, eh, whatever. But I was like, I want to see the scams that come yeah, out. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. I want to see because said. I didn't. I think really that. felt. I really felt like when this shit was going on, you had all these fucking things happening. I was like, there's no way people are just taking advantage. And of, it was huge, dude. Like right away, there was the the Hope for Haiti concert, which was dope. It was like live yeah. TV, Justin Timberlake, a lot like all of these stuff went on. on. Yeah, it, it was, was like all was this crazy. money being raised, all just constantly everything. It was like text this number yeah. to give ten dollars to the Red Cross. I mean, shit, text you go you number. go shopping at Vons, and they're like, "Fucking, would you like to up, you know, fucking round out your fucking change to at fucking Panda Express?" Well, the amount to of give money you, that was raised, you know what I mean, like fucking to go to, insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, let, so let's look at some of the stack the stats on this earthquake. So. January 12, 2010, 7.0 earthquake hits Haiti in the afternoon. Um, 250, and again, this number, we'll look at the numbers a little bit later, but the prime number that's floated out by people is that 250,000 people died. This is the number that the Haitian government It was all uses. over the place. It's all over the place. Depending on the timeline and who's yeah, telling yeah. it. And 300,000 people were injured. Um, 1.5 million people were displaced from their home and had to live in shanty towns. That's crazy. 1.5 like 1. million people, people, dude. Um, dude, watching the, the fucking footage is just fucking nuts, man. Awful, like dude. when they walk through places and like just the amount of children that there are and the the water situation, man. And one of the things I watched was this like global fucking 
outreach thing where they would go in with these fucking water kits that had these triple filters mm -hmm. and they could take like nasty water. Like they were like, look at all these people. They would walk in this village and they'd have someone translating in fucking French and they're like, right up there, everyone is shitting. There's a latrine like thing and it's going into this water and they're all filling their water jugs right yeah. here. Like they don't know any better. They don't understand what's happening. They're all they're getting cholera. It's just how they. Like, it's how they were raised. Like but, it's, they've been doing it. So they would go in there and try to train them, and then they would leave. And they came back like a couple months later. Like, hey, where's the fucking two water filters we left with fucking Francois or whatever the fucking guy is that's supposed to be running this shit? And something happened where someone got in a fight with someone and stole the yep. table and they held the water hostage. And so they fucking go reclaim that shit and take it back. It, it was just it's fucking crazy. It was crazy. And I I'll post uh, I'll try to make it the top link, but in the show notes. There was an article that NPR did that just has a ton of photos from like live on the ground right after the earthquake. And it really just shows you how fucking horrible it was. And I think that might have been the article. There was one article that um, might have been a different article, but there was somebody in the Dominican Republic, a journalist, when the earthquake hit and they had heard that Haiti was completely devastated. So he he remembered like leaving the Dominican Republic where everything was fine and then getting into Haiti and it's like everything seems to be okay. And then the closer you got to Port-au-Prince, the capital, the more destruction you saw. And then he said once you got into Port-au-Prince, it was like a nuclear bomb went like off. Like a war zone. It was just yeah. like the, gone, flying over the helicopter dude. and showing satellite footage. It was like everything was leveled. Like everything was just fucking raised to the ground. And there's, everything. And there's one photo in particular that really fucking stood out to me and the photographer, it's like it, it, the photographer was either standing was standing up on something and like looking down and it's like the the top half of this bald guy's face and you can't explain the fucking expression that's on his face like the place he is and since he's in the forefront everything in the background is out of focus and the background is a street covered in bodies oh, and it's just like oh it's fuck. hundreds of thousands hundreds of thousands yeah in not that big of an area, really. It's just so densely populated. Yeah. And the epicenter was so close and so shallow. And the infrastructure was so fucking poor. It's just fucking insane, dude. Yeah. Like, they were like, the morgues were over. I was like, morgues? You yeah. mean pile of rocks? Right. Like, what the fuck was there? There's giant very ditches. Yeah, there's yeah, nothing. Yeah. 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 So 4,000 schools were either destroyed or damaged to the level that they had to get destroyed, which was 23% of all schools in the nation. Um 80% of the uh, affected schools had to be destroyed after the, after the quake, 60% of government administrative and economic infrastructure was destroyed. So even immediately after when the government is trying to say, this is what we're going to do, what who everybody's still buried <laughs> under rubble. The buildings are destroyed. There is no government. Half of them lost. Like, and like you the, have no, you have no machinery. Right. The right. people in charge all anything. lost crazy family members. Like, yeah, you, you know, yeah. it's oh, like, I'm still like, where's the person in charge of rebuilding? It's like, he's trying to dig his brother's kids out of the rubble. Oh, fuck. Like, I like mean, I watched, not here. Uh, do you really want that guy in yeah. charge of rebuilding? <laughs> anyway? I saw a video dude when it happened and it was just like the dust and like sediment that raised above the city was crazy. The, there was subtitle and the lady was yelling, it's the end of the world. And I was like, fuck man, they would think like for them, it is the end of their mm -hmm. fucking world. Like a yep, hundred thousand sure. people just fucking died instantly when every building pancaked on them yeah. and fucking children were burned. There was so many different range of injuries from people being, they had to cut their limbs off to free them, to from, get the them from the rubble. Yeah. They just have to cut their fucking yep. arm off babies and shit, man. Yeah. It was fucking rough. It's awful, dude. Fucking awful. I, so just, was, I had no idea, man. Yeah, so before before the earthquake, 70% um, of the population lived below the poverty line. 
Already. It was it was ranked 149th of 182 countries on the Human Development Index. So it was towards the worst in the world as far as development and, and resources go. Um, about two-thirds of the population relies on agriculture to survive. And the agriculture is like sweet potatoes and bananas and all this stuff on super small, like micro farms everywhere. That was already sketched. Like it was already over farmed yeah, and it's drought. Already, yep. and, and because of constant hurricanes and tropical storms, it's just such permanent soil erosion that even those farms can barely grow anything and they have no education. So they don't know how to replenish the soil or how to fix it. So even the number one way that they live is just fucked. 55% of Haitians lived on less than $1.25 a day. The average per capita income was $660. I saw that. I was like, how in the fuck, Dude, man? 58% of children are, were undernourished. 58% um, of the population didn't have clean water. Um, and uh, it had less than, absurd. less than 2% of forest covers still existed <laughs> on the island. And this is before the earthquake hit. So it's like pre-earthquake awful one of, one of my questions is like okay awful pre-earthquake like all this money was raised all this shit like what's it like now it's still fucked it's still fucked i know that's what i'm saying and keep like, in mind uh, it's, it's not only a just ton of that rubble fucked. just still has dead bodies in it yeah, it's been yeah. years dude they're just and in it's there. not it's not just that it's still fucked it's like oh that was a horrible you know devastating thing and then oh guess what next year you got hit by three hurricanes yeah and the year after that you got hit and, by two hurricanes and the year i watched after that, the you thing got hit by four more yeah. hurricanes i watched uh, the thing that they were talking about like the tectonics of it that they're due for a fucking another one yeah. probably because yep. they're on like they're basically have the equivalent of a san andreas fault because it's that yeah. same type same of fucking shifting line. plate right. fault line um it's just fucking terrible i was trying to think like what if some big company like what if apple goes in there and fucking gets makes some port and like yes they're gonna have to fucking eat it and it's gonna be difficult but what if a company went in there and started like a manufacturing plant there's like yeah. so much labor there problem you know is mean? companies aren't in it to lose money and and when you have hurricanes and earthquakes and shit like that's you're, you're fighting an uphill battle invest, yeah that's yeah. that's like nobody's and even if you did that, that you're not i mean if you were some mega philanthropist company that wanted to do that to improve the world you're not going to do it at port-au-prince because no. the place is fucked like everything's just crammed I'm in there. I'm trying to figure out what is the solution. Like we ra they raised a billion dollars, but none of the money got to them. No. There's not bulldozers in there. Those people are still yeah. picking up rocks in five gallon buckets they and carrying it off by they hand. They raised Ten years somewhere later. between the, the hurricane relief, the estimates that I read, the lowest estimate was total from all organizations. The lowest estimate was $16 billion in relief funds. And the highest was 25. That was for earthquake 26. and hurricane for everything yeah. you're saying? That was just for the earthquake. Okay, you said hurricane a second ago. Yeah. Oh no, just yeah. for the earthquake. earthquake. That was just earthquake. Twenty somewhere up, between sixteen and twenty six. <laughs> so you can roughly dollars. say twenty billion dollars. Yeah, good average, twenty billion dollars. You feel like least. if like funds appropriated properly, there's like crews in there with bulldozers and they're fucking new houses. Out. Yeah, with shit, a modular shits going in. It's going in, and they're training. There's education programs to teach clean water. Engineers are in there. Like how many? It doesn't cost a billion dollars to build fucking a water purification. Probably does cost a billion dollars, but so you got. 19 billion left yeah you know and you've now covered water for the entire area yeah you know and again other parts of haiti weren't as devastated <laughs> yeah smaller cities like whatever but port-au-prince was, was closest was to the yeah. to the epicenter and the infrastructure was just complete well you're flat. talking about haiti in general having 50 percent of the population right. Doesn't have clean water. Right, right. Haiti in general, yes. not just Port-au-Prince. Before so, it happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. before it happened. Right. So it's worse now. It's probably right. 90%. Right, 
It They're was probably sad, drinking dude. ocean You should have seen them scrambling. Like they had these uh, trucks that had little satchels of water, like these yeah. little packs, like those little otter pop yeah, looking yeah. things that had some uh-huh. water in it. And they were just pulling them out of the side of the fucking truck and like they couldn't get them to wait in line. And it, oh, I mean, you no. can't blame them, but little and just, kids. Yeah, a photo, one of the photos in that MBR piece is this, is this woman who you assume is a mother, don't know why, and she's just got a box and you can't really see what's in the box, but you can see one tin can. Because there's no out, birth control and, and like probably a, every woman is a mother yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. But she's holding a box and there's like a, a tin can sticking out of it and like a blanket and like maybe like a pack of water on the top of it. And... She's just hugging it to her chest and you've never seen joy like this woman had joy for a small box of food, water and a fucking blanket, you know, because that blanket isn't a blanket. That blanket is a roof. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I mean, fuck, yeah. So um, the and then as if that earthquake wasn't bad enough, there were eight aftershocks two hours after the main quake with magnitudes between four point three and five point nine. In the next nine hours, there were 32 more aftershocks of 4.2 or greater, um, 12 of which were 5.0 or greater. And then um, by the 24th of January, the U.S. Geological Survey said that there had been a total of 52 aftershocks that were 4.5 or greater since the main quake. That's so all wild. those structures that hadn't already collapsed, they were just collapsing hour by On the hour. Verge. Just by think, hour. you don't know what you're doing. Like, it could happen to us right fucking now. We're in California. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Who we're knows on, we're this on San Andreas fault line. I mean, this yeah. building's been through some earthquakes. That's why it has that weird pillar, because the third story's gone off this right. building. Right. And I mean, like, that's it's happened here before. And you yeah. can see in, you know, this building and others, you see the little rebar caps that are screwed into the buildings they've to make them a little bit you know well this guy an engineer was on the documentary that i watched and they were talking about they just build like corners they built like this tinker toy looking structure and he was showing how like it twists and turns in motion mm-hmm. and then they added 15 percent more material to the same structure just at every corner they put a little cross member that connected the corners to each other and it was entirely rigid and made it like 80% more earthquake proof by adding 15% more material wow. just in the right position. And yeah. so the cost is yeah. not that much greater. Right. It's right. just a little bit material in the right spot. It's just about engineering. Right. So essential services got destroyed. Um, hospitals, uh, the capital, the airport, the docks, like everything just gets fucking annihilated. So there's three Doctors Without Borders medical facilities in and around Port-au-Prince, and they collapsed. Um, a hospital in the wealthy side of Port-au-Prince collapsed. The St. Michel District Hospital uh, collapsed. Like just Commun- collapsed. Your Everything's down too. Yeah. Like cell phone towers down, yep. radio down, communication down. The port, you can't get ships in. It's not safe. The yeah. main roads coming in. Like this guy that was like a fucking earthquake, crazy seismologist, fucking specialist was standing on a piece yeah. of, of like asphalt on a fucking rock. And he's like, this is where the road was. Right. And it was just like this little, little flat left. pillar that yeah. looked like the Grand Canyon. And you're like, where's the rest? In the ocean. The rest of the road was like fucking in the ocean. Gone. And the other part was still like four feet lower than it should have been. Right. Yeah. Like it's fucking wild. It's like and some the, movie the, shit. Some of the tone in the articles I read, one of them said, Radio Lumiere, which broadcasts out of Port-au-Prince and reaches 90% of Haiti, was initially knocked off the air, but it was able to resume broadcasting across most of its network within a week. That's a long time. That's not the right tone for that information. Yeah. Like the main source of news for the island was gone for, for a, a week. week. 
Yeah. Like I'm that sentence was when are we getting water? I was waiting we for it to say fucking... like eight hours, like based or, on or that 24 tone, hours like or something. Week? I wonder if uh if like you know, relief like United Nations comes in with relief with like mobile radio stations where they start they're like, hey, these were their stations, these were their call signs, whatever. Like and you they would just think, roll in, set didn't. up and start broadcasting. I, I don't the people. think that happened. I don't think that happened either. That's true. Because that's like the best I mean, that's the yeah. main way. I mean, even right now, in the air in the era of no one has a radio or uses radio, My, yeah. everyone says in your survival kit, in your earthquake kit, in your hurricane kit, you need hand a radio. radio. You need a hand crank radio. Because yeah. when the shit hits the fan, you need to be able to crank that bitch up and listen to what the yeah. government is telling you over the radio. I have one. You know, it's I do really too. quiet. Yeah. My, my this whole thing kind of pisses me off because you have all of these people in the world. I'm, I'm speaking mm-hmm. all of these people in the world, all of these companies in the world talking about how they help people, how much money they donate, you know, all this bullshit. But when it comes to something like this, it's, it's all fucking a big farce. Right. Nobody really wants right. to help. Mm-hmm. Well, it gets you know, lost the in the Bill Gates foundation, the fucking this and that, you know, everybody wants to help everybody. But in, in the end, what really gets done right. is, is nothing. Look at these, look at India, look at these countries that are just fucking overflowing with people. And the poverty level is just fucking in Africa. I mean, also like, there's I was so trying many to think fucking, about the whole new world order, one fucking world government. And like, we already like, you're never going to be able to do that. I don't think because people are already tripping about like, oh, I pay taxes and these fucking right. people are living off fucking handouts. Like you got all these people fucking worried about that. Think about when all of a sudden Haiti needs $20 billion. You're like, my taxes are going there. Well, at that point, they built shitty at, at that point, people though, are gonna, not going to do well, that. At that point, that's what's, that's what's wrong with it is that at that point, it's not about the tax money. Like in a one world government like that, it wouldn't be like you're working for for, you know, your own money, it would have to be, you know, you're just working for society. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only way that that could work. And then at that point, you, you lose a lot of that freedom. Yeah. That freedom that you feel. And that's what Americans are afraid of. You know, Mm -hmm. you lose that freedom. Like on on the one side of it, you look at it and say, that would be great. I, I really feel horrible for these people. Like anybody that that is in this situation of you know whether you're in whatever third world country you're in where you don't have anything right and you don't have access to medicine or very little or these buildings in Haiti you have the fucking nowhere to live you're drinking shit water like that's fucking horrible and mm-hmm. I wouldn't want that for my kids definitely don't want it for just you know anybody else like that's mm-hmm. that's horrible we should all have access to the basic necessities right but on the other side of it. How does that fucking happen? You know, like right. how, how that's, someone's, and that's what the argument losing work for someone yeah, else to win. Exactly. You know, and that's, that, the way that's, it works. The, that's how it has to happen. Yeah. And, yep. and, and not everybody's willing to give, I mean, uh, and honestly, even saying, even after saying that, <clears throat> like, I feel bad and nobody should have to live like that. I'm not willing to get up nope. what I have. Nope. And that, and that's the sad part about right. it, you know? So you yeah, know, I, I don't know. And you have to trust the powers that be like, and you whoever, don't, that's, who, the, who do you that's trust, one of the other right, issues. Allocate yeah. the money. Right. Yeah. Cause you have, jo- everybody tr- trusted Joseph Stalin. Everybody right, trusted Hitler. Right, right. You know what I mean? And you see these outcomes and that's, that's where, you know, you, you, we learn not to trust the powers that be right. because there's always an ulterior motive. It's always about power. It's always about this or that. It's not about the people. So some of the final stats on the earthquake and the damage that it did, um, the Prime Minister Jean-Max Bellarive estimated that 250,000 residences and 30,000 commercial damages were either destroyed or damaged to the point that they needed to be destroyed. 250,000 houses and 30,000 businesses. And I think he's just talking about Port-au-Prince. So there's just no fucking houses. 
That's like, insane. Yeah. What's the pop? What was the population? I didn't see the that. Population I didn't see. There. I didn't. I didn't look that up. Um, he said that not, uh, the deputy mayor of the town of Leo Gain reported that ninety percent of the town's buildings had been destroyed, um, and the prison in Port au Prince <laughs> was destroyed and allowed all four thousand inmates to escape. Oh. Which I wonder what a fucking inmate there is. Like, what are they doing? I mean, probably something really bad. Like, well, I mean, it could be a kid steal shit or whatever. But the other thing is, they're probably getting out trying to check on their family for sure. You know what I mean? For the most part, I'm not get on a boat and get the fuck out of Haiti. Yeah, not everybody else. Not thinking maliciously. They're trying to escape, but they're probably trying to. Hey, fucking mama's over there. My kids. You know what I mean? No telling. A ton of people left Haiti, just got on any boat they could to get wherever they could, and a lot of people were allowing Haitian refugees to come in after the yeah. earthquake i promise you a whole ass load of those prisoners showed up and were like no, i don't have anything right. i don't have my papers it was in my house and it collapsed yeah. i only have the clothes on my body which i took yeah. off a dead guy because i was wearing a prisoner's uniform so this is it's so like so many of those prisoners just got the fuck out of yeah. Haiti, dude so this is pretty crazy the numbers two hundred fifty thousand people died three hundred thousand people injured right right the total population of Port-au-Prince is 987,000 in 2015. Fuck. So somewhere Might around Might have been that, higher in 2010, it, though. Well, probably because there was, I mean, all the people that died now. Right, but I'm just wondering <laughs> if like a bunch of people moved back or something, but I don't know that they would have yeah. because there's kind of no place to move back so to. Still, I mean, yeah. even if you had 1.5 million people and, to lose and fucking a third of them or whatever. Yeah, yeah fucking crazy. Gone. So um, after the rubble, people were sleeping in the streets. They were in their cars, shanty towns that got built everywhere. Um, and uh, once the aftershocks were constantly coming, even people who did have stable houses didn't want to go back into their house. And I remember those. How long ago did those earthquakes hit that everybody like? Where, where were they in Porterville or something? Those Where's that? The recent earthquakes. Ridgecrest. Ridgecrest. Yeah, the big like one. I remember seven point nine or whatever last it was. Summer? No, it was this year. Was it okay? Yeah, because I remember. Oh, when you that, know what? Uh, it was last, like the end of the, the end, end of the, the end of the summer. Yeah, because I remember year. when it happened, it was just regularly on the news. Like all these people whose houses weren't damaged or anything were staying in tents in their backyard. Because they were so afraid because they kept saying that that big quake was a pre-shock and that the bigger quake was coming. And everybody was like, well, fuck that. I'm not sleeping in my house. Yeah. And like a lot of people were sleeping in their yards because if that well, was a pre-shock fuck, yeah. and a bigger I mean, quake was coming, they you, didn't want to be in their house. You have, and these aren't, these are building code. Yeah. Like these aren't shantytown fucking Well, houses, and they're, you know? I mean, that's a seven, eight, seven, nine earthquake. Like, that's fucking like. Well, because the way the Richter scale works is like powers of 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it goes way up. They, yeah. They were saying, uh, what if we did have better earthquake prediction? That's the scary thing. Like, what if we improve technology and we could predict earthquakes and what if we knew that in California, the big one was coming in a week, then fucking what? You know what I mean? Like, what if we knew that that fucking The Rock movie, crazy ass fucking... Well, we have The Rock. I mean, we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that it's coming. What do you do? Like, you have to fucking evacuate all those fucking people? What yep. kind of crazy panic would happen if you could predict it that way? I mean, I look at the East It's Coast. almost better that it happens in the no, dust settles and we figure it out. To me, it's no different than a hurricane. A hurricane comes, everybody leaves town. There's a big line. Everybody's leaving. Everybody how many packs people are in LA? Like, how, like that would be fucking yeah, crazy. How many people be... are in New Orleans? How many people are yeah. in Jacksonville, as as Florida? LA, how many people are in? It's like the, I the mean, problem with the problem with the earthquake in like California is it's going to go from the south all the way up to the north. Sure, I mean, sure. it's going to fucking be line. the whole yeah. fucking state. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
That's why everybody says, you know, California is going to like a, a fucking shelf and yeah, kind of fall, fall off, off into, into the, the ocean. ocean. Yeah. So um, the the after effects, the government and the leadership was fucked. No one could figure out who was even in charge at that point to even start to try to oh, rebuild yeah. or help. You have no communication, no yeah. nothing. They handed over control of the airport to the United States just to make flight operations easier because the airport was so fucked. They didn't even have radar. But the United States was, well, we got you covered on radar. Like, we can just do all that from here. Right. Like, you know, we're already yeah. watching like, this shit. Yeah. yeah. So but a lot of stuff was just handed over to different governments, to different groups. Like I said, the Dominican Republic. The U.S. took over their airport. Like, I know that. Yeah, they took over yeah. their airport. Yeah. Um, the So the death toll was really fluctuating in February of 2010. They said it was 230,000 people. The Haitian government did radio Netherlands. I don't know what business they have <laughs> poking their nose in, but they're, they, they're really attuned to the situation. Dave, they said that it was only 92,000 deaths was a more realistic figure. Um, the first anniversary of the earthquake, the Haitian prime ministers updated and said that he thought that it was probably closer to 316,000. How, do how are they doing any do math? I have at no all. idea. I mean, how are they can't even get water? How are they counting dead bodies? My, my thinking is this is part of the the if if we say the numbers more, we're going to get more help. Right. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, all they can do is the, survey individuals and be like, did you lose a brother or sister? And how do you make sure that that's not the same brother that that person just told right, you? Right, for sure. You for know what I mean? Sure. Um, so yeah, it really was all hard. over the place. They said that within six Even weeks, if it's a third, it's... I mean, any of it's... Yeah, even if it's 100,000. A yeah, number that a lot of people apparently point to that think might be accurate was a study that was done by the University of Michigan. And they said that they thought... Um, that the number was 160,000 people yeah, killed crazy. within six weeks of the earthquake. And they said that uh, over 95% of the deaths were in the Port-au-Prince area. Yeah. So if you weren't in that city, odds are you were okay, Rock. you know. Um, but yeah, so the corpses were a problem. One of the uh, guy who was the head of an international rescue unit from Israel that was sent to help Haiti um, his quote was, um, everywhere the acrid smell of bodies hangs in the air. It's just like the stories were told of the Holocaust, thousands of bodies everywhere. You have to understand that the situation is true madness. And the more time passes, there are more and more bodies in numbers that cannot be grasped. It is beyond comprehension. I was, I was just going to say, why didn't they send the Germans? They'd have got rid of those bodies. That's true. Quick. They're quicker. <laughs> and then fucking... I think they lost their, their zeal for it. Oh. Um, but uh, they ended up, um, they argued, the mayor of the city said that the officials sat around arguing for hours about what to do with the corpses because they had absolutely no idea. We going to throw them in the ocean? Like yeah, well, they pretty much started digging mass graves. Um, they started to find above ground tombs that they would crack open and just stuff full of bodies oh and then God. reseal the tombs. And uh, like they had bodies in every nook and cranny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The they island. had massive burning pyres where they would burn <laughs> bunches of them because they had nowhere to put them. And then mass graves were dug in a large field. Probably hard to even burn the bodies at fuel shortages. Yeah. Like that's a yep. commodity. Like so, the ultimate thing north of the capital, they built uh, or they dug a large uh, mass graves in a field outside of this big settlement. Um, tens of thousands of bodies were brought in by dump truck and buried into trenches by earth movers. Damn. The motherfuckers driving those vehicles are not the same. No. <laughs> like just fucking arms and legs like hanging over. Fucking, also, let me check I mean, my mirrors. How many oh, are you just rolling over? 
you know, and you're just trying to scoop them up with an earth mover. I also and think when the future happens and time has forgotten all this, you know what I mean? They're going to f- discover someone in the future, 2,000 years from yeah, now, who we'll they're going to find game. this mass grave. Like, that's why this land is so fertile. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so the refugees started to to bounce and that most of them immediately headed to the Dominican border, which they had to line with soldiers to be yeah. like, Come on, like y'all. Sorry. (laughs) Whoa there. um, But if they did make it across the border, they said they could temporarily stay until they were treated properly. (laughs) If you make it, which is like a weird like invite. It's like we're gonna try to stop you, but if you make it, we'll take care of you. Like so, they they did a they did a pretty good job from what I read. Like they tried to stop. Uh, a lot of people, but they let as many in as they could. And they were immediately calling for neighbor islands and other countries to be like, we can't handle all these refugees. Right. Like you guys got to step up. Um, but the, um, the, so the aid that starts to come out, the, the appeals for humanitarian aid immediately came out from the United Nations, from the United States, from Haiti itself, Haiti's ambassador to the United States. um, is the uncle of Wyclef Jean. Is it Jean? Wyclef Jean. Wyclef Jean. He was the uncle, so they sort of used him as a spokesman to be like, let's get, because he's from Haiti. Yeah. So they wanted to to get help for Haiti, um, and they declared him, they declared Wyclef Jean a roving ambassador for Haiti, and he basically used his celebrity to try to get as many donations yeah. as he could to to help Haiti out. Even the next time there was a presidential election in Haiti, he actually went down there and ran for president because he wanted to to help the island out. Um, he didn't win. It, none of that went as planned. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get there in a minute. Um, so. Uh, the part of the problem was one of the articles that I read said that there was a group called the Ministry of Planning and External Cooperation, which is part of the Haitian government. And their job was to get the funding from non-government organizations, Red Cross, Hope for Haiti, TV show, like whoever, to get the money. And then they had plans for disbursement. But the problem is the organization was so underfunded and antiquated that they had 300 organizations on their list of people they could approve to get money from, but thousands of organizations formed to give them money and they just couldn't accept the money or do anything with it. Cause it was outside of their, that seems crazy. Well, yeah, it does fucking seem crazy. Um, so the American Red Cross set up, a, they set a record for mobile donations and they got $7 million in 24 hours by saying, text this message and we'll get $10. So all these people are doing tons of, of, uh, of donation. Um, and like we said, like Hope for Haiti got $58 million in one day. God um, damn, that is so much money. And it was on, that was... Uh, 22nd of January. So it was about a week and a half later. I remember watching that. I was like riveted by it and all the celebrities were there and, you know, pictures of the devastation and, you know, all kinds. I even remember, I even had a couple of students who were from Haiti and they were like shit in their pants because they didn't know anything yeah. about where they like okay? what happened with their family, like where everyone was. They were just waiting yeah, here. It's just horrible. Did you um, see, do you read anything about just the smell, man? They, they talked about like, I guess it's just like fucking in the air, just like terrible. I bet. And there's a hundred thousand bodies. I mean, burning bodies, rotting bodies. They can't get the rubble. They can't move the rubble. Like it was like a year later and they'd only moved 5% yeah. of the rubble. 
Five percent of it's full of bodies. But they're these giant buildings, dude. They just have their hands. They have no bulldozer. Like even with your hands, you'd have to get up with a sledgehammer. Think how harder it would be to break apart a four-story building that was concrete and rebar and fucking chicken wire and shit with a sledgehammer and five-gallon buckets. That's literally what they're doing to move that shit away. Crazy, dude. And it's an entire fucking city with a crazy-ass population. You know what I mean? Misappropriation of funds. Every building would have to be hand-carried away, and it's full of dead bodies. So all kinds of shit went out. I read one article that came out right after the earthquake where the FBI issued a warning and they were saying, don't give money to people because you're going to get scammed. And they said, and I don't, they didn't have, I remember there was GoFundMes. There was like all kinds of random shit, like from everybody. They didn't have a number because it had just happened, but they said when Hurricane Katrina happened, 4,600 uh, donation sites popped up on the internet oh. to get money for, for Katrina relief. And they said, yeah, some of them were legitimate, Yeah, but how many, where did the money go? There's no way to track it. Like, yeah. so they were like, find an organization that you know is legitimate, use a legitimate, you know, thing. Yeah. The American Red Cross. If you're going to give money, yeah. do that. Yeah. So you would think the American Doctors Red Cross, borders. but the American Red Cross is sketchy also. Oh shit. The yeah. American Red Cross done fucked up on this one. Yeah. So there was an article. They always fuck up. Yeah. There's an article that I'll post uh, in the show notes and it was the NPR and the group pro Republica. And their reporters discovered that $500 million that the American Red Cross had that were supposed to go into rebuilding Haiti never got spent in any way on Haiti. Wow. And um, they said that when they looked into it, it was just what they called a string of poorly managed projects, questionable spending, and dubious claims of success. And this was from... Uh, their internal documents. So they got access to their emails and internal documents and they were like, and it would be like, oh, we funded this and built all these houses. And they were like, we have a reporter down there and exactly where you just said, there are no houses. So they just built in in water. But they're just disconnected from the like supply chain and construction. It gets into that. I think that they, I think they hired someone to build those houses. They right. said fuck that. And it never got built. Because yeah. um, how are they going to know they're not sending anybody down right. there? Which is on them. I think they would yeah. be. It's Red Cross. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they have fucking people on the ground. Like, that's a huge organization. Like, So it said that... Well, then they knew. They didn't build anything. Their official website one. said that 130,000 homes... They had built homes to shelter 130,000 people since the earthquake. How many do you think that the research proved they actually built? hundred. I know the answer. Six. I was way off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking some bullshit. They claim that, that they built a hundred and... Th- not that they built 130,000 houses, but they built enough shelter to yeah. house 130,000 people. Yeah. Right. Which could be five to a... Five, six to a house or to a shelter. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. But they built six houses. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of... That's crammed. That's, that's going to be pretty tough. That's after they burned them. They'd fit in the houses. Um, Ooh. They, ugh. They, um, Brad didn't flinch. She didn't smile. No, he didn't he laugh. Didn't. Nothing. That was serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, um, they showed that there were just tons of staffing changes, bureaucratic delays. There was an entire year where the American Red Cross, and I don't know, I can't, I think this, I think this came out in two, 2000, June 2015 is when they wrote this report. For an entire year, the American Red Cross did nothing and followed up on nothing. 
with somebody this got 500 with this 500 million dollars somebody somebody got that money fuck yeah the prime minister and the united nations deputy special representative to haiti sat down with the reporters and were talking about it and they said that they if they looked at everything that had been done in all of haiti period there hadn't been 500 million dollars worth of reconstruction like yeah. in all of Haiti, and from every billion, from every group, yeah. much less from the Red Cross. So they were yeah. saying the Red Cross is full of shit. Um, they said that uh, the Red Cross's website said that all the money went to help 4.5 million Haitians get back on their feet. And the prime minister said, no, not possible. We don't have that population in the area affected by the earthquake. Yeah. They were just, so look, they, someone opened the history book yeah. and like, general population, four point, like, that's the entire fucking island or whatever right. like, that's yeah. with the dominican republic yeah. too they're so helping the, them too the un guy chimed in and said you know 4.5 million was 100 percent of the urban area in 2010 100 it would mean the american red cross would have served the entire would have served all, all of the haiti. cities in haiti yeah they would have rebuilt Everybody every city good. in haiti yeah. if they served 4.5 million people yeah. And no one got that. An intern pencil whipping that shit. He's like, "Well, I don't see yeah. what the population is. Let's write yeah. it out. I got to fill out this report. Check no, one's, no one's going to check it." Um, well, they haven't until fucking it's too late, right? So the organization, the Red Cross General Counsel, their head lawyer, a guy named David Metzer, said that they spent $69 million on emergency relief, $170 million on shelter, $49 million on sanitation efforts, a um, hundred projects in Haiti. Uh, repairing 4,000 homes, et cetera. Um, but they wouldn't give the reporters a list of the specific programs it ran, how much they cost, who was in charge of the, of the rebuild, so like what lying. companies they hired, et cetera. Um, but then in the charity's own documents, it said that the Red Cross gave a bunch of the money to other groups to do the work and that the Red Cross took their administrative cut and then the the charities that they that they hired to do the rebuilding and the Didn't research work took their cut. Um, oh, so there wasn't much left, right? So there wasn't much left to go in once the <laughs> the program things were done. Um, the one particular how you, example: How do you live with yourself, dude, like I have knowing no like we raise this money for these people? Oh, we raised five hundred million. We're going to take our ten percent, and then we're going to go ahead and give it to all these people, and then they take right. their ten percent, right? And it's like, how, I think the problem is it's like that trickle down fucking craziness that maybe a couple people really know what bullshit probably happened. But I think like Dave said, they probably did hire the people. It's the follow through. Like there's just not good um, administration uh, and organization for follow through well, on a large scale nobody, project like nobody that. cared. I think if you're going to be an organization that deals with sums of money of, of those fucking amounts, like there needs to be it has like, a purpose. There has to be something proper done. follow up. Yeah. I mean, right. they, they right. just don't have the shit in place. And the other thing is, and I, I don't have it in my notes, They're but literally they, throwing money at it. They like, pointed at another charity that had something like $16 million raised or some, I think it was $9 million raised. And that this other charity raised $9 million and they went to Haiti and they got Haitians like Haitian neighborhood leaders and said, what do we do? Right. 
And those guys said, we need this, we need this, we need this. That that group spent $9 million and made a bigger impact than the American Red Cross did yeah, 500 with $500 million because thing. they talked to locals yeah. and they put local instead they of... They put feet like, on the ground. Right, and, and, and I'm not even going to... I don't shit. even yeah. want to hire some big group from America to go down and rebuild. I want to hire Haitians because yeah. they're starving to death. There's no infrastructure. They need the money. They need the money. They need to rebuild shit. Like, that's who you hire. Yeah. They know the requirements. They know the lay of the land. And they know they're living in the rubble day to day. It's like, that's who you hire, you know? Um, but then, so they ended up with a brochure that they showed the reporters did that they showed that was the red cross claiming what they claimed. And everybody was livid that saw this brochure because it was just packed full of lies. I'll put a link to the brochure on the, on the show notes. It was they built like all brand new houses, right? Yeah. It yeah. Like- yeah. It says that they looked like the Bahamas when they were done. It said that by the year 2016, which was a year out, there would be entirely new neighborhoods. All the homes would have been uh, repaired that were damaged, new schools, new roads, new sidewalks. Um, It says they were building a road that was going to come into this housing area. And um, the locals wanted to keep the brochure because they couldn't believe what they were seeing because nothing had been done. And there was only a year left to accomplish this. And the reporters that day that they were showing the brochure around got contacted by the legal team from the American Red Cross, even though they hadn't contacted them about this. And they said they got an email from the head of public affairs in Washington, D.C., and it said that they had mischaracterized the project, even though they said every that they they didn't dispute anything the brochure said, all the lies. They were right. like, no, the brochure said that, but you're mischaracterizing the project. And a quote in the email said that NPR and ProPublica were, quote, creating ill will in the community, which may give rise to a security incident, and we will hold you and your news organizations fully responsible. Half-ass bullshit. They're, they're, fucking, uh, so they poked him in the eye with a stick. Yeah. And yeah. They fucking had no defense over what was going on. And then in 2016, and I didn't find any kind of a follow-up. They knew nothing in, was happening. In 2016, the rebuilding efforts went from the American Red Cross to the Haitian Red Cross. And I'm curious what that shift meant. Like, did the Haitian Red Cross handle it better or or what was up? And the That's other one crazy. was the... Um, the Wycliffe Jean thing. So he starts his foundation. Wycliffe Jeans. Wycliffe Jeans. Um, white, white Cliff Jeans. Uh, he started a charity called Yele and um, in 2010, and it was to support people from the earthquake. And it raised $16 million in like really quick amount of time. And um, in 2012, um, the, it came out that, uh, the money was just horribly misspent and didn't make it. To yeah, like chauffeurs Haiti. and private yeah, yeah, yeah. jets. And so the New York Times said that the money was spent on administration, public relations, and consultants. Um, like to go the, to 60 Minutes or something, right? Yeah, he spent like 120 the, grand to get to 60 Minutes interview. The singer's brother was given $600,000 for helping with the rebuilding of Haiti, even though they couldn't find anything <laughs> he had done. He's like, I got a hammer. Check yeah, it out, bro. Here's yeah. my hammer. Dunk, dunk, dunk. Um, they devoted... Uh, Half of its budget to travel, staff salaries, and consultant fees. Um, Thirty-seven thousand dollars to rent a space in man to to, to rent studio. space at uh, his recording studio. Three hundred and seventy-five thousand his went recording studio for his recording studio. Three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars went to landscaping its offices. Damn, um, three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars to landscape. Yeah, 
It's a lot his of offices. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, technically, he helped a a Haiti, a, a Haitian, a Haitian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, <laughs> well, him uh, and his brother. At least the, the board of directors uh, was given a total of two hundred and fifty six thousand dollars in that period. His chauffeur was paid twenty four thousand dollars out of that fund. Private jet was uh, spent thirty thousand dollars to fly Lindsay Lohan to a fundraiser for for Haiti. Like if you're really trying to raise money for Haiti, take a fucking commercial flight. You don't need to fucking rent a jet or Lindsay Lohan can donate pay for her own yeah. fucking flight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then he got paid himself a hundred thousand dollars to perform at a fundraiser for Monaco. So in Why Monaco, he so he went to, to perform a fu- with the fundraiser. He money. went to a fundraiser to make money for Haiti and paid himself. And paid himself a hundred thousand dollars for the concert. What a piece of shit! Yeah, um, yeah and Wyclef jeans. Um, well, yeah, the and then yeah, he paid himself like Brent said, a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars to transport him for an episode of 60 minutes, which detailed his charitable activities. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That's an expensive trip. Yeah. I don't don't understand how you're doing the charity, but paying yourself from the charity, but here's the extra piece of shit move. Um, he said, um, I have no need to improperly benefit from Yale's funds because I'm already wealthy. I have a watch collection worth $500,000 that I bought with my creepy $375,000 yeah. landscaping so budget. So you that didn't boasting really... about your $500,000 watch collection yeah. is not the great it's no, not the you're slam a dunk. Piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't the slam you dunk. Just you just showed you're a piece of yeah. shit. It makes yeah. me think probably you didn't pay the gardeners $375,000. You might have bought a couple watches. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I think. You bought them a new lawnmower. It was a nice one. It was a front. But he throw. got a bundle deal. He got $500,000 with the watches yeah, yeah, yeah. 75 yeah, yeah, yeah. how are you gonna pass that yeah, up exactly you can't say no to that Fuck. um but then yeah so so and that was just two charities i thought red cross was bad fucking yeah that's worse, that motherfucker man. yeah from haiti yes supposed to help out his own people yeah and fucked him named by None his of uncle, that fucking the money, ambassador man. of haiti to be the roving the you know to be the voice of haiti damn fuck dude I was also kind of surprised that he only was able to raise $16 million. Yeah, that I seems kind of that fucking seemed a shallow. little bit low. I thought he would have raised more than that. Well, maybe that was part of the scam. Maybe he raised 32 Maybe he did raise yeah. you know? that's, that's on the <laughs> yeah. front end. That's why yeah. he's rich. He doesn't need the money Yeah, exactly. Anymore. That's how he got those watches. But yeah, so then the after effects of, of wow. the quake were that six months after. So six months later, 98% of the rubble remained uncleared. Um, 2%. 2%. That's what I'm saying. All that $20 billion, you can't buy a bulldozer? Exactly. Nobody well, they could got, have. Like, that $69 no heavy dollars in the white right. left jeans made. They bought all kinds of bulldozers. All kinds of equipment. They could yeah. have had that cleared out in a year and yep. paid everybody to do it. Like, so that's 20, crazy. 26 million cubic yards remained, um, which made... It, it was still completely impossible to even get anywhere. The roads are just covered in destroyed buildings. Like, this is six months in. The city is completely unfunctional, you know? Um... The number of people six months out living in tents and tarps in the relief camps and shanty uh, cities was 1.6 million since no transitional housing was provided or built. There were no FEMA trailers. There was no fucking they were just living in fucking tarps. Um, 
the these camps had no electricity, no running water, no sewage disposal, and at six months the tents were already falling apart. And it's like you're looking at hurricanes. Yeah, like hurricanes are coming, and I live in a fucking blue Home tarp. Depot tarp. Yeah, man. Like what the fuck, dude? Crime in the camp was widespread, and the only thing the article said was especially against women and girls. I think that's tough. Yeah. I, it makes me wonder, like when we were little, like back in the day, there was those Ethiopian fucking fundraiser things all uh-huh. over TV constantly. Fake, like, uh-huh. fake, it, dude. was that fake? Was that yeah, all part of a fucking know, scam? Like, where are those? I'm sure like, it was. Is that if still the, the same Amer- problem? How if the American Red Cross is fucking embezzling five hundred million dollars from people who actually need that shit, right? Like, fuck, dude, dude. Like, yeah. we're we're fucked. Like, yeah. if there's any type of disaster. So between 23 major charities, 1.1 billion was given to Haiti for the relief efforts. And within that, the six months, um, and only 2% of the money had been released in any way that helped Haiti. Um, and why is I, that, that part I didn't, I read that and I don't, I don't understand why 2% has been released. Like what it's, it's sitting in fucking some kind of holding. I don't understand. It was fucking spent on administration. It was still not sitting, it's sitting in banks. there. Because the it way that's still, worded, it might it says still be two percent released means it's like sitting there, not doing anything. Like two percent was given to Haiti to yeah. Be spent if it's a two percent was actually allocated to it or something or utilized, I don't know. But to be released makes it sound like it's still there, right? And then a year on, according to Oxfam, five um, percent of the rubble had been cleared. Fifteen um, percent of the temporary houses that were required had been built. Um, and the, that was it. That's so terrible. a year on 5% of the rubble had been. So, so just all today, those bodies are still sitting there. Today it's, uh, this is from national geographic. Mm-hmm. It says that the, the rubble and makeshift tents, uh, that once blanketed port all prints are gone. Uh, some have turned into permanent settlements with no power, no sanitation, no security for more than 32,000 Quake survivors today. Yeah. Still. 32,000, not that many, though, compared to what was 1.6 million or something Dave just said. True. Yeah, but, I mean, still, though, this is fucking 10, 10 years, years later. later. Uh, that's a, I mean, it's a lot, but it's not 1.6 million. That's a way fucking off. That's like, that's a huge difference. 32,000, we probably have that in homeless in California all over the fucking streets. Yeah, but they have a choice. Yeah, I'm not saying it's okay. Most well, of them. Most are mentally ill, I think. Some of them. Some, yeah. some of them too. aren't. I've seen some pretty... Uh, pretty, there is uh, the skinniest man walking around town right now, dude. This fucking guy is so slender, skinny. man. Yeah, man. Like when he walks, it's like, like God damn, that dude is skinny, dude. Yeah, and he's almost man. got dick neck in the front, man. His oh. jeans are so fucking low that he is like super close to dick neck. He must trim because I don't know how it's that low, and I'm not seeing. I don't know that feet. that uh, National Geographic That's when the pants report, are so low, the it, top of your dick is showing. It's your dick, dick neck. neck. <laughs> <laughs> you know when they're so low in the front, they got yeah, the, v, the V going on. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. just about to be like your pubes are about to end, right. and then dick necks about right. to happen. This, yeah. this well, article, he sold it. He had to sell his pubes for crack. Maybe yeah. it's dick cleavage, basically. Hair, dick I mean, hair of street midget is more expensive, but but you know, crotch of bum, Slenderman pubes, pubes spells, are yeah, they fetch that a price. Potent, yeah, yeah. This this article says that a total of three hundred sixteen thousand lives were claimed, and this is in January of two thousand twenty. So. That, that, was the, that, that was the final report that Haiti gave was three. That's fucking crazy. I don't know that you could get an accurate number though. I don't know. Even if you don't even know how many people lived there. Yeah. Like here. Well, they had ask. a population. I mean, they had, 
you know, in, in the port, I think in the outlying areas, it was like 2.9 million. They can't get coronavirus straight. Like you know what I mean? In a, in yeah. a fucking, well, that's there's infrastructure and government and all that shit's here. That's what I'm saying. I don't but think there's you no, can get an there's no number. census. And once you have a town that's full of squats and shanties, yeah. you have no idea. It's, yeah. That's you know. what I'm getting. I mean, at. you, you can get water less numbers. You have a guesstimate. You can have a guesstimate. I mean, you would be close enough probably, but they would have to literally hand interview people and find out who was related to who and make family fucking trees and find out who's missing. Right. There's yeah. no fucking way they have I mean, that. They so have the records. The main, yeah. the main no, they don't. Those records are gone. There's no buildings. Those records are toast, dude. Yeah. Well, they, they would be anything. in the rubble. Yeah, but they, Some, the rubble's they still they sitting there. there. No, it's cleared up now. They can't even get the bodies out. They were not finding rubble, though. They're not piecing together their constitution yeah. and so that was public one thing, records. That was one thing they were talking about was the fact that like the like the records of the nation are just gone. It's like gone. credit reports and yeah. bank statements. Yeah, it's that'd be nice. club, it's just fucking gone. It's that'd be nice for business yeah, owners yeah, yeah. to have you big hit, loans you out and shit. Reset, you oh, well, oh, really? Show me. Yeah. Where did I sign that? Oh, right. you don't have the paperwork? Oh, shit. Yeah. I haven't watched Fight Club in a long time. I haven't either. That it's been a really Club. long time. Yeah. It's a good movie. To watch it. It's a great movie. That's Haiti, man. It was fucked up. I can't imagine how still much more. Up, it's yeah. still fucked up. The And FYI, if you're listening to all this and feeling bad, I'm sure it wouldn't be that hard to find a charity and still give money I to Haiti. it would be really hard to find it. a charity to give them money that's going to get to them if we've proven anything yeah. on the show. Like I said, it's like, who do you, you give can't the money give it to, to the Haitians. John right, fucking John true. Paul. You can go adopt a Haitian baby is the most effective thing you could do is save yeah, I one. Suppose so just fucking you'd mail. have to literally move there, like have some sort of business where you can move there and start doing things fucking hands on. That's why to you make know, sure that money. This made me spent. think about that a little bit because I used to be kind of an asshole and be like, why are these fucking churches always taking off to fucking this place and that place? They're in fucking Haiti building a house or something. They like, actually do go and some shit over here. Yeah. But they I'm, only built one house, but at least they built a house. I don't know. House. It's because I have some clients and some customers that come through that are like church related. I'm always like, man, that sounds like they're going on some fucking adventure and the church is paying for it is what it really sounds like. No, nah, my buddy, like, my buddy's like super big into church and he's no, been I, to Africa. Yeah, a bunch I know times a lot of people. I know, money, but the so. cost, the, yeah. what I used my problem used to be is like, there's a fucking dude right here on the corner. that's all fucked up. Like, yeah. and you just spent $1,500 on your plane ticket. Yeah. However much money the church is paying to take care of you the whole fucking time for spending money. All the, the money that it took the other to send that guy though, there. Yeah. There's already guys there. The other send issue the money is, though, there. is that that guy on the corner at least has access to clean water on the side of somebody's building. Sure. Right. They're drinking but, but I'm saying water, you could take you know? that two grand or three grand or five grand, whatever they spent yeah. on one person going for some humanitarian effort to try to go fucking. I don't think it does half ass anyway. hammer two by fours together because they're yeah. not even a framer. You could take five grand and figure out how to get these people straight. Which wouldn't do anything anyway. Exactly. Get it's back on drugs. It is just futile. There's well, here, here's the way I would look at it. I don't know. I think taking, I think you're, if you send a group of people from your church to build like a community house or a school or whatever, I think you're more, I think you're more likely to have an impact on more human lives than you would be by taking fucking captain penis yeah, pants who's already <laughs> mentally insane who you can't help and you can't it's like i don't know it's like i feel like you're it's like there's children there who need an education cuz like most people i know that have gone off and done like christian mission stuff they've like been building like church compounds for like a bunch of kids in a neighborhood I'm saying those with are water like warm bodies it's like that's gonna i mean a i mean also keep in mind they're a church they're going there to recruit them for the love of their Lord. Yeah. yeah. And you're not going to pull that off on some homeless dude. No. But 
I I don't know. I feel like there is a there's an ulterior motive. Back. I feel like obviously. you could you could make a know, big though. impact in a third world country and suddenly give an entire city an educated, well fed generation with what I you think it's going to be like, and no one else on earth is going. It's to more do. of a life experience for them. I think it's more of like make them feel better about themselves half the time. It's like Pastor John, three seventeen year olds, and fucking two other dudes, and Mary Sue are going to fucking go. They're not fucking framers. They're not electricians. The resources and money that went towards those people, they probably could have said like, "Hey, like let's get five fucking framers and two electricians to go over here and more effectively build three fucking Well, they places. hire people there to work. Too, yeah, but, but there's all, all I'm saying then is you have, then plane you've got tickets, food, and clothes. They're then swinging you have Red Cross yeah. problem. No, you're right. Yeah. No, we hired these dudes to build that church. Maybe. It's like, did the church ever get church built? Fuck if I know. The yeah. church people are sitting there <laughs> swinging fucking hammers. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I just don't yeah. feel like, I don't know. I'm probably wrong. I, but No, I mean, I'm sure you're right in some cases, but wrong in others. I mean, that's how everything is. I mean, there's there's probably somebody who went down there who the construction guy who owns a construction business went with them because he's part of the sure, church, right, you know, like, right. and so he was able to help. But then there's the other church who sent fucking a bunch of fucking left-handers down there who that's what I'm getting. At, yeah. Like, they don't, they don't, oh, sorry for lefties, but you know, yeah, you're more, you're more artists than there. builders. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I, I feel like doing outreach like that in third world countries, I feel like you're, you can make a difference. I feel yeah. like you're potentially helping a group of people who literally no one else on earth is willing to help. Well, and, I, that, and that's what I said. Like the guy on the corner can at least have access to fresh water. And if he gets a Sharpie and a piece of cardboard, he's going to get a fucking jack in the box meal. I, I, I feel like this, this is the conflict in me, though, is like it's it's like a distrust for the church, I think, because I just feel like it's fucking have like a well, distrust for the I big mean, church money yeah. where I feel like I feel like I would want to go help those people. I would want to go over there and do it. But I feel like I know what I'm doing. I know what my intent is, and I know what my effectiveness would be yeah. to do so. That I'm a hard worker. That I am skilled. That I'd be able to do a lot of stuff over there. Um, but I feel like when it's like, oh, we're taking a bunch of fucking kids over there. It's more of this like yeah. charitable life experience. That's that's part of their deal. That they're going to get this. Go help somebody. Humanitarian thing out of it and they're trying to get them to love jesus being at the same selfish time. i think sure. there's some being alternate selfish, shit yeah. i think well, it's about is. yeah 60 40 kind of thing going on where if i went it'd be like i'm they, going to fucking help those yeah they people. don't build a church in mexico for nothing you know right. what i mean they're, right. they're trying to get you know people uh and that's their mission i mean it is what it is but damn at know? this point it's scary to try to do something like that with fucking disease and shit you're just yeah. gonna go over there and get fucking yellow fever yeah, or dude. fucking yeah. tsetse well, flies my, in your my fucking buddy ass. like i said yeah. my buddy has been to africa a few times he's had malaria every time yeah, he dude. goes he gets that shit and he's like in a hospital in canada yeah for like a fucking month or some shit you know and you're just like he's like fucking in the hospital again you know, there's like, that guy on fucking crazy that dude on rogan that went and dug all the fucking wells for the pygmy tribes and shit in the jungles and he got some fucking weird thing they can't figure out what he has oh, fuck. there's like fucking pre in his brain or some shit where right, he's all fucked right. up and they can't figure it out. Some tropical viral weird. It's never fucking, been never been. Yeah. Now he, now he right. gave it to other people in the they hospital. They have it but they're okay so they <laughs> haven't studied it because he's just some white dude that went over there and now he's got it because right. it's not his fucking native land. Right. It's Fuck. fucked. Yeah. All right. Is that so it? Hope that cheered you up. Yeah. All Fuck right. Red Claw, Cross. We didn't, we didn't laugh at all. Fuck White But this was yeah, sad. We did. We did we? A yeah, yeah. We oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Good. Maybe there's a clip in there. So social media winner, uh, episode 507, Mara Murray, um, a disappearance most strange. Um, At, ooh, at Gelvink. At Gelvink is going to win a sticker pack from Printer Cheap um, for uh, retweeting on Twitter. It's huge for us. Sharing on social media is, is giant. It really is. Like, we quit paying for social media promotions a long time ago, and we rely on you guys to just show your friends. 
Like, uh, if you're like-minded, like if you're someone that likes our show and you like your friends, like they probably are going to like our show too. So if you have someone that you think would like our show, recommending it or sharing it on social media so that those people see it, um, really goes a long way for us. So we, we thank you for doing that. Um, and that's why we reward people and try to give out t-shirts and sticker packs and social media prizes. So thank you. Frankie Pigeon is going to reach out to you, check your inbox. We're going to get your information and send you some stickers. Um, also we are part of the Podbelly podcast network. Go to podbelly.com to check out other cool podcasts like Paranormal Punchers, if you're into paranormal stuff, and Kim and Ket Stay Alive Maybe, which is a horror podcast. It's just for horrors. Yes. Um, but basically, they go through scenarios and movies and see yeah. how they would have survived in a scenario. But it's really popular. People like it. Um, go check it do, out. Paranormal do they do Punchers. Overdubs uh, they don't do overdubs yet. Uh, no, that's our thing. Hmm. We're going to do that. It's going to happen. It's never going to happen. <laughs> we don't have any time at all. Um, God, I want to do it, though. I'm going to do it all by myself. I'm going to do all the voices. You're already doing it. He's like, I'm yeah. going to do it all by myself. I'm going to do it all. We should, uh, we should just all do, do our own. There you go. That's how we do it. We can never get together on, on Sunday, but we could do them on our own. Yeah, you start. You, you go ahead. You, do you go first. <laughs> you go first. All right. So check out, check that out. Go to podbelly.com if you want to learn how to podcast. There's lots of good resources and information there as well. If you have a podcast, go add it to the directory. Um, don't start bragging about being on the network because you're not. You're just adding to the directory. It's just like being on Spotify or Google Play or um, iTunes. So, but go over there and add. It's a good way to get found. I mean, it's something. Uh, it's something we did early on. Is just add to every directory you can. Any, anything yeah, yeah, yeah. that can get you out there that yep. it's searchable. Like um, someone yeah, messaged so. me and said they love the show and offered to send them some stickers. And I said, hey, you should add yourself to the directory. And they're like, oh, we're kind of going it alone right now. We're trying to go on our own. I was like, no, I don't think you understand how a directory works. Like yeah, it's the just whole a list point and being on the directory is a list of podcasts. And every podcast that's currently on the network at Podbelly does what we do and says, hey, we're part of the Podbelly network. Go over and check out podbelly.com. And because that whole group that has all those fucking listeners, so like I think a collective of, I don't know, it's, it's, it's over a million listeners collectively um, per month or whatever are saying that shit. So yeah. all those people hear podbelly.com and they will find your podcast. On the you know directory. I mean? on even the directory. though you're not a part of it. Yeah, so there's a chance you're going to get found and that's how you grow your podcast. So it's really important if you have a podcast um, to add your show to directories like Podbelly. So I go mean, over there and do it. It's really easy too. Don't listen to us though. What do we know? Yeah. Yeah. We're only half-ass famous. We're yeah. not whole-ass famous. Right, 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 right. But so check that out and go do that. And the other thing is that's where Podbelly sources new podcasts for the network. And then once they get on the network, there's advertising opportunities. So 17 podcasts on the network are are, are advertising yeah. with El Yucateco right now. So right. those podcasts all got sponsored by El Yucateco. So that's just how it happens. It's just footwork. So go over and don't be afraid to add to the directory, but just know you're not actually on the network. Um, so go check that out. Also, thank you to um, El Yucateco Hot Sauce, speaking of them. Um, they are a primary sponsor. Um, I have a problem. It's almost like cigarettes, but it's only two bucks a day instead of, well, it's, eh, it's like a dollar a day really at this point. Actually, it's not costing me anything because I've been grabbing bottles, but I, we do run out and then I have to go buy it. How so dare it, you? It ends up being it. But I've been refilling at home with the big jug. I'm almost through that jug. Almost fucking gone plan. That's you a know lot what? of fucking triple X in After jug. all these years, Dave, everything he's saying doesn't impress me. What? I'm just saying it doesn't impress <laughs> Nothing. me. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. No, so go check out El Yucateco. If you see it in the wild, take a picture. If you see it at a restaurant, if you use it on your meal, put it on social media. If we post hot sack bitches, go over there and fucking participate. We tried to ask. I don't think you guys understand what was happening. We we're trying to ask you to make up a like a funny tagline. Like just just stop it in an just, alternate. Yeah. Just they're, give up on, on. You know, give up on them. They're not. No, just yeah. give up on that. That was like yeah, they're not. They're, no, they didn't. I'm just saying. Saw, we saw the creativeness. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't very just, much. Just move, just move along. It's important. Do the wet t-shirt contest. I bet you see a bunch of titties. Josh Burton's will be in there. All kinds. 
Josh Burns stuff. will be there for sure. Yeah. All I'm trying to get at is just read the fucking thing and make a little effort. That's all I'm saying. If you love us, help us out here. Go fucking post on there. That's it. Doesn't have to they be just the fucking phrase. Just get out. I don't they think just, they read they it. They just weren't into it. It's anything. It's all of them. They can't read. Yeah. They can't what read. Mean? That's what it is. They can't yeah. read. Mm. Just prove the picture. Prove of, to us that you can read and do what the fuck we say. No. How about that? That's not gonna work out. Go to LUKTECO.com. Buy some gear. They got holsters. They got shirts. They got fucking booty shorts, socks, hats, fucking cups, keychain hot sauces. There's all kinds of cool stuff there. If you love LUKTECO, go check it out. Um, go over. If you don't have any money and you can't buy shit and you don't want to participate on the hot sack, just go like the fuck out of their Instagram until Instagram blocks you. That's huge for us. Just go fucking mm-hmm. say, at Sofa King Podcast, sent us over here so mm-hmm. they know that we have people mm-hmm. engaging for us. And then like the shit out of their stuff. And then they'll see your name on that Sofa King Podcast sent me. And a hundred likes, and then they won't see you for three days because you can't post on Instagram anymore because you got fucking. Pain. That's good for you though. Yeah, it's good. It's for actually you. good for you. You needed need a break from off. social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay off social yeah, media. Just get it over with in one big bit. thing. Right. So, anyways, um, also thank you to Printer That's what Cheap. She said, "Go to printercheap.com um, if you want to order stickers or printed goods. They've got all kinds of stuff. They can source anything really. Um, banners, standees, all kinds of shit. If you've got a business, a band, a podcast, um, there's something that you need over there for sure. And you can save some money by using code Sofa King Podcast." Um, at checkout. So also thank you to print. No, not printer cheap. Uh, Jimmy D's tees. Go to Jimmy D's tees. Um, he's got cool t-shirts. He's got funny ass t-shirts. He's got the big Lebowski. He's got fucking coffee mugs. He's got pint glasses. He's got all kinds of cool stuff. Now mm-hmm. he got some cool new printer. I wish that glasses didn't weigh a bunch so he could send us stuff like that, but it's just fucking Michigan's a long way away for a bunch of fucking pint glasses. That'd probably cost a million dollars. Is to ship it? That shit to us. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it? It is definitely. It is. Um, is it? So go over there, let him know that we sent you and buy some of his shit. Also check out sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. If you want to buy some of our stuff, we've got stickers and beanies and hats and all kinds of cool stuff on our website. If you want to support us and you don't want to do it on Patreon because that's reoccurring and uh, you're afraid that you're going to go negative like you do every week because you can't (laughs) manage your money, you could just buy one shirt and something else will go negative. Your PG&E will bounce because you bought a shirt from us. So go check that out. That's a way to support us. Yes. And we laugh. It's the truth. You guys know. You know better. You yeah. guys know you can't keep it. It's a $35 fucking fee every month. You guys know what's happening. Um, go do it. Support you know, us. NF, was it NF, Non-sufficient NF, funds. NF, yeah. Non- yeah. We've all done it. It happens to all yeah. of us. Um, also check out SKR Apparel. That's S-U-I-K-E-R Apparel.com. Um, super cool gear and clothes over there. There's coffee mugs and shirts and stuff. Go check out retrovague.com. If you're into the eighties, um, there's all kinds of cool stuff over there. Stickers and hats and beanies and shirts and lions and tigers and bears of mine. Oh my. Check it out. Retrovague.com. You got any Teen Wolf stuff? I was watching Dude, I'm Teen working Wolf on it. I'm working on it. Someone else just messaged me two days yeah, ago about Teen Wolf. See. Um, so that is in the works. Teen Wolf, sun. Lost Boys, Labyrinth. Yeah. There's a Purple bunch of stuff Rain. in the works. Yeah. Purple, Purple Rain. Rain. I already talked to you. You know, I'm, yeah. I got that in the works. Yeah. yeah. There's some Purple Rain stuff. Magic the Gathering. Don't have any magic things. You got to guide me on that. Is there some eighties magic thing that no, someone will be into? Just, just put magic 90s. on there for no reason. Yeah. No, but a, a really dope, uh, Dungeons and Dragons book Dungeons. cover. Dungeons and Dragons, Dragons would work for sure. Yeah. That could be done. A D and D module yeah. cover. I'll have to bring Hilgenfeld in on that yeah, shit. Yeah. That takes a, it's going to be a illustration and that's going to be a very specific crowd. I'm going to use up all my uh, profit money on illustration True. from Hilgenfeld, but True. we'll see. So anyways, that's, that's what I got to say. What do you got, Brad? Uh, just the, uh, lemon Skolt, mayonnaise. Yeah. The old Skolt member of the month, Cherokee sandwich. Uh, Artemis. What's the name? Artemis. Arvids. Artemis. Artemis. Arvids. Lemon mayonnaise. Artemis lemon mayonnaise. Yes. Oh, uh, that made me forget his name. Artemis. Ar- Artichokes. I see his face in my Leonidas. head. Artichoke Leonidas. I see his face in my head. Like I can picture his face. Mm-hmm. I'm, frankly, it's scaring me. Right. But 
It actually works, though. Artichoke lemon mayonnaise. Right. Yeah. Because I dip my artichokes in lemon mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah. True. That makes sense. With pepper. You you make lemon mayonnaise? Is that what you do? Yeah, you add some lemon. You either get lemon pepper, like lemon pepper in the mayo with like a squirt of lemon juice, Mm -hmm. and then you dip the artichokes in it. It's fucking delicious. So Arvid's lemon So artichokes lemon mayonnaise. (laughs) Artichokes lemon mayonnaise. You are one of my favorite foods, Arvid's. Yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. And there's multiples of you. Um, matter of fact, he likes to um, jerk off with, with exfoliating lube. He's got the softest it's cock the skins, in town. It's the, it's the skin so soft lubricant, but mm-hmm. it has the beads, the micro beads yeah. in it. Mm. Um, it's a, it's it makes apr- micro, apricot pits. Yeah, and it makes micro lacerations. Um, so he's, he's kind of a cutter in a sense. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. He's ultra sensitive. Uh, yeah, ultra sensitive. Yeah. I mean, it feels like razor cuts all over his dick. He walks around and his pants are just on fire practically. Won't last long for you, but it's great for him. Right. Yeah. yeah it's, but like it's, it's six uh, seconds of heaven. Well, he never has sex. He just, he, he's, he teases. Oh. He likes to tease. Like the opposite of tantric. Yeah. 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 In his pantric. Yeah. It's pantric. <laughs> it's his yeah. pantric. Cause he doesn't get it out yet when he finishes. Right. This is yeah. still being nice, right? This nice stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah that's fine. Well, and, he can't come. He had that. He had the tip of his dick sewn up a long time ago. How does he pee? Out his butt? Uh, he has a he has a like a tube. It's like comes a, it's out like of his a ball sack. And there's also there's it's like at the circus when you use those guns to hit the clown and right. like the balloon fills up. Right, like that comes out of his butt when he pees. Yeah. And he just big, drains it. A big yeah. clown balloon until it pops and then the pee spreads everywhere. Yeah, then he grows a new one. You should get a valve in there or something. It's less yeah. efficient. It's I got a, some it's old. A, it's I got evolution. some old Reebok pumps, dude. To put in my ball sack, get them installed. Pumps. Yeah, got the shacks. Yeah. CO two pumps. Yeah, pump them up. Yeah. Evolution, the sealed system. That's yeah, pretty good, dude. Yeah, that that's was really good. That's <laughs> I mean, it's no kung fu moving your mouth, but that's yeah, good. That's good. Sound pumps go. Yeah. yeah. Motor Mountain Jones over here. Yeah. Anyway, what else you got? Thanks, Arvids. Uh, if you're on Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. Our personal Instagrams. I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Check out El Yucateco underscore hot sauce, Jimmy D's teas, pod belly, all that good stuff. Um, don't forget to like and comment. Uh, giving away free stuff every week. Yep. Always have, always will. So, uh, well, I shouldn't say always will. Got Dante Bridges on the live feed. Dante yeah, Bridges. Dante in a long time. Yeah, Dante's peak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Name peaking. I've not heard in quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello there, Mr. Dante Bridges. How many Dantes do you know? Do it. <laughs> <laughs> How many Dantes do you know? There you How many go. Dantes do you know? Taylor Grace Franco. Never seen that yeah, one. Who the no. fuck is that? Summer's Eve, obviously. Summer's Eve is on there. Yeah. Douche. Tina right. Zavko. Okay, who cares? Wrap it up. Yep. Anyway. Shout outs. Those live shout outs, man. That's Patreon. Spotify playlist, Sofa King Podcast 2020, and patreon.com backslash Sofa King Podcast. Just for Dave, don't be retarded. Hey, yo, yo, Hey yo, look now. Fuck that. Let's get back to the disrespectful shit. Your cup is running full libation and drank the rest of it. Seen him getting out when the police was standing next to him. Now it's drive more quiet than our cousins get. You can bring your squad, but in that march like where the winner went. Pull it eyes like cookie size. Anytime they in them in money powers respect when it's all about the Benjamins and now it rendering as if it ain't ready to wrestle yet. That's how I often think I call my friends and kick it with this awkward spin on corners just to reach the goal. Ask for peace to each his own. I fucks for peace beneath it whole. Plus the beast beneath the soul. It means the reaches he's control.
till I see the throne. Sex symbol bitches look at me, it's like they read his phone. Next window, if you see my views, it's like you've seen a ghost. Pressed in the feeling far from home, that's why you keep it close. They keep coming round, though, we'll have to put them down, dog. Hit they corners, pull up and spring like we was roundhouse. Didn't know me, couldn't be friends, nigga, your pounds off. With your little bosses, if you sound off, my nigga, what? I'm king, right, this nigga, ain't come like a spider, nigga. You couldn't be where my car been if you were fiber, nigga. You ain't the shit, you just a piece of one. See, I'm trying to go out on a limb until you see the jump, my nigga, what? Jump, my nigga.